What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's Week 16 Fantasy Football Championship, or in first some round. leagues, first round of the Fantasy Football Playoffs. Start him, sit him. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Said it in the title. You guys clicked on this video for a reason. Start him, sit him, Fantasy Football Championship. It's time to win a championship. Simple as that. Like, subscribe. Be on the lookout for our best bets tomorrow. We're up 10 games on Vegas. We've been taking their money all year. And Except for the last two weeks. I'm still... We I'm, gotta be honest. I'm doing pretty good for myself, but... Uh, you had a bad week. Like two, I did have a bad like two week. Two weeks ago. 0-3. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, real quick, here's a word from our sponsor. Little Italy Pizzeria located in Townsend, Delaware. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on Star sent you. They will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed that you listen to us, and they will hook you up with an additional discount. Starting quarterback. Tom Brady. Why? Cardinals defense sucks. This is the week Tampa finally comes out and scores a lot. You sound I, like a Cowboys fan. I've said it every week since they've been coming off the bye and played Cleveland. You literally sound like me. They're due. Tom Brady's due. I know. The O-line hasn't been good. The offense hasn't been clicking for whatever reason. But they're playing against a Cardinals team that has a top five pick for a reason. They're playing for nothing. Trace McSorley's probably going to be the starter. Tom Brady is going to... Throw the ball all over the yard against the Cardinals. Bucks are going to score a lot of points, and they're going to win this game. So thank me later when the greatest quarterback to ever step foot on an NFL field and play wins you your fantasy football playoff week and or your fantasy football championship. You're playing Sunday? Arm sleeve? Okay, the second greatest quarterback to ever lace up a pair of cleats behind me with my arm sleeve. Okay. If you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, simple as that. Start Tom Brady this week. Bucks minus six and a half. Uh, my quarterback position, this is a guy that has been on my list many, many times. Mm-hmm. And he is another, you know, he's another member. Geno Smith. <laughs> it just feels weird to say his name, but he's been good this year. He's yeah. been putting up fantasy numbers. Seattle has been a very fantasy-friendly offense. Um, when they lose, they lose big. Mm-hmm. Going to Kansas City. Weather is going to be possibly an issue, obviously, so check that out. But if it's clear skies, going to Kansas City, I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup for him. Kansas City hasn't been known to put up a lot of points, and San Fran or Seattle has been known to match it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geno Smith last week against San Fran, he had 15 points, which is okay. The weeks before that, all in the 20s. If you need like a Jalen Hurts replacement this week, you can rock with Geno Smith, and I think you should feel pretty confident that he can get around, you know, the 17, 18, 17 to 20 range. And I, I mean, that's really all you need when you're streaming a quarterback because that's really all they do anyway. And I think the upside for him, I can see him putting up like a 24 against Kansas City. Fair. My sit quarterback this week, I don't know if this is kicking the dog or not, but it's Jared Goff. Coming out of the week six bye week, in, in order, these are Jared Goff's fantasy numbers. 3, 18, 12, 14, 6. 17, 21. His bet, his second best outing of the season in the game versus Minnesota, where they scored 35 points with 26. And last week against the Jets, he had 14. He didn't. Um, I'm, and I know the Panthers' defense has been very inconsistent at times, but through recent weeks, they've been kind of they've been better than they were at the start of the season. The Lions, yes, they're playing for a playoff spot. They're right there. I think they might even be. They're either in the hunt or they're in one of them last final playoff spots. But I think the Lions do win this game. But the Panthers' defense, has they've been solid so far. Jared Goff has been okay. They've been trying to get the run game going a lot more with DeAndre Swift. 
coming back from the injury, being fully healthy now, and Jamal Williams taking a backseat role to that. I think it's going to be a cold one in Carolina this weekend. I think the high is 30. It's going to be the highest 30 degrees on the day. It's going to be a cold one. Detroit's going to want to come out here, play smash mouth football, not test J.C. Horn, who's been having a very, very good year, and C.J. Henderson, who's been okay. He's not going to want to test those guys. are going to come out here, try and expose the Panthers front seven, run the ball all over them, not throw the ball much. Yeah, Jared Goff's good for 250 yards maybe, maybe a touchdown. That's literally what we saw last week against the Jets, and it was measly. But there's got to be a better quarterback out there this week to start. Brady, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, if he's available. Guys like that are guys who I would start over Jared Goff this week. I know it might be an enticing matchup, but with the cold weather and with the Panthers' lack of run defense, I think that the this will be a very run-heavy game for the Lions. So I'm saying sit Jared Goff this week. My quarterback sit this week is very much kicking the dog. <laughs> it is Deshaun Watson. Or you could say, massaging the dog. Deshaun Watson. He hasn't done anything at all. Nope. His best game is against Cincy, which he had 17. It's actually really funny that you say Watson. Why? You'll see in a couple minutes. Okay. Um, But for Watson, I mean, he just hasn't done anything at all. It's going to be cold in Cleveland. uh, And he's playing against New Orleans, who have a pretty good defense. So I'm not going to mess with him here. Haven't been starting in the last couple weeks. Not going to start him this week. You could probably cut the guy if you want. Because, I mean, I, I personally don't feel safe playing him ever. Two quarterback leagues are different, obviously. But if you're in a single quarterback league, I think you can let him go if there's somebody out there that appeals to you. Yeah. Start him running back this week. Najee Harris, my first guy. We, they're playing the Raiders at home. We just saw Ramondre Stevenson have himself a day against the Raiders. And then not only the run game, but the passing game. Najee Harris is coming off of a 90-yard touchdown, 90-yard game with a touchdown performance. He's been okay. I mean, he's been good for 11 to 14 points the past few weeks. I know that ain't going to cut it. But this week, I think he could be in for a big workload, especially if Mitchell Trubisky is back at quarterback. It was good game script for them. We knew the Steelers were going to come out and try and run the ball with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Steelers had an okay outing in the win against Carolina last week. I think Najee Harris is going to see a big, big, big workload against the Raiders this week just because we saw how the Patriots were able to capitalize on the Raiders' poor run defense. It is in Pittsburgh. When we saw Najee go crazy in Pittsburgh, it's written in the stars. Christmas Eve game. Najee Harris Christmas Eve game. First of his career. I just think he's going to be in for a big workload this week. Raiders have given up the fourth most points to running backs in fantasy football this year. I think that continues this week. I'm not worried about Jalen Warren splitting touches with him, whatever. Najee Harris is the running back one for a reason. He'll prove that this week against the Raiders in Pittsburgh. So start Najee this week. Uh, My first running back start this week, I said the Chiefs running backs. Derek McKinnon is the obvious one because he has been absolutely dominating football. Uh, the other one, Isaiah Pacheco, who hasn't been doing as good, but he's still been doing pretty good. Last week, he had 97 yards. Uh, problem being, he did fumble. So, you know, I kind of overshadowed it a little bit. But going up against Seattle, second easiest run defense, Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco should have a pretty easy day. Game scripts, right? Uh, Chiefs should, in theory, blow him out, which creates Isaiah Pacheco. If this game happens to be a shootout, Jarek McKinnon needs two. So both of these guys, I think you can start... Depending on your situation, but I would feel pretty confident. I saw some guy on TikTok do the running back committee star strategy and started both of them. How do you feel about that? I mean, you're obviously limiting upside because you have two guys instead of 
two guys on the same team instead of two guys on a different team. If I'm stacking, I would do a quarterback receiver, me personally. However, it has worked out because Jarek McKinnon has been destroying things. I played so, him last week, him and Zay Jones last week. Yeah, so I mean, you can't really like hate the guy for it. I personally wouldn't do it. I would stick with one, but that's just me. My next start, I'm running back. We're running backs this week. Oh, and if I was picking, sorry, I would pick McKinnon. Yep. Raheem Mostert. They're playing the Packers in Miami Sunday, Christmas Day. Packers are terrible against the run. They've Doesn't been on. Mostert own the Packers? Took the words literally right out of my mouth. That I was. D- I didn't know if you forgot. No, that was the next game. sentence that was coming out of my mouth. If you don't know, Raheem Mostert owns the Green Bay Packers, if you didn't know. If you, know, if you don't know, look it up. We're not lying. But Raheem Mostert had 140 yards rushing with a 220-yard receptions. with two receptions for 20 yards. 150 total yards last week against Buffalo, who was a solid run defense. I thought Buffalo was going to go out there and stifle him. I actually said to sit them this week. But with a healthy Raheem Mostert running how he runs and with his track record against the Green Bay Packers, he's in for a monster day. Then on Jeff Wilson, you have on the other hand, it's been a weird running back committee. Jeff Wilson's taken over some weeks. Raheem Mostert's taken over other weeks. Jeff Wilson is coming off the injury, and with Raheem Mostert coming off of a great game, I think that it's going to be Raheem Mostert's backfield this week. He's coming off a great game, and again, he literally owns the Packers, as Ryan took from me. My bad. So, start Raheem Mostert this week, and if you're down bad to the point, Jeff Wilson might be a viable flex for the week, but if you have both of these guys, you go with Raheem Mostert. Um, my other running back position, I went with Rashad White going up against Arizona. White didn't have the greatest game last week in Fournette. Did a little bit better. However, I think we get back to equilibrium, and I think Rashad White does better this week. It's against Arizona, and as Anthony has mentioned, the Buccaneers should roll. And if the Buccaneers roll, the running back should get the ball. Yep. It's really simple math, and Arizona doesn't have a good run defense, so they should feed Rashad White. He should have a decent game this week. Yeah. Happy holidays, by the way. Yeah. Sit them running backs this week. This might be kicking the dog, but it's the Washington Commanders running backs. Yes, Brian Robinson Jr. has been running good. He runs hard every time he gets the ball. And Antonio Gibson has been heavily involved in the passing game. But they're playing against the 49ers defense, who is the very, very, very best in the league at stopping the run. This defense is being in talks for one of the greatest defenses of all time. Rightfully so, the numbers are the numbers that they are allowing and the numbers that they're putting up and how good and how stifling they've been playing. It's it's rightfully deserved. But the 49ers literally refuse to let you run the ball against them. They don't. They're fully healthy. They clinched the division last week. They're going to keep rolling. It's Washington, Christmas Eve. Washington's traveling cross-country, coming off the tough loss to the Giants. I'm not worried. The four, the Washington Commanders are going to have to throw the ball. I can see there being a lot of three and outs. Washington's offensive line is not good. They've been playing okay, but the 49ers' defense is a whole different entity that they have yet to see this season. So I feel as though you can confidently sit Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson this week and really, really not have to worry about it in the slightest bit. My first running back sit this week, I said James Conner going up against Tampa. I understand if you don't do this because James Conner has been really good the past couple weeks. However, I just don't see him doing good, and I would recommend not putting him on any daily fantasy teams. You can argue this is getting too cute. I would argue show us the other running backs that you have 
Uh, that me personally, because if you have James Conner, you could definitely have a Jerick McKinnon on your team. Mm-hmm. And I would much rather have McKinnon this week. James Conner is going up against a Tampa Bay team that also doesn't allow you to run the ball on them. It's a bad game script. If I'm Tampa, if I'm smart, I'm saying you're not going to beat me running the ball. You're going to beat me with Trace McSorley. I'm going to double D-hop, and I'm going to defend a run. And now that Trace McSorley and Marquise Brown light me up. If yep. they do, they do. Yep. That's me personally. However, they probably won't. Nope. And James Conner shouldn't do much, and it should just be a low-scoring game. Tampa should win big, in theory. Yes. This is the week. Just like Cowboys fans, this is our year. This is the week. Yeah. Some <laughs> Cowboys fans. Yep. Second sit him running back this week, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is still the lead back in Buffalo, but the fact that he's losing catches to – James Cook and losing red zone touches to Naeem Hines and James Cook. That's just a big kick in the nuts. The Bills are playing the Bears this week. The Bears really, really shut the Eagles' run game down last week. I really don't know how they did it. Miles Sanders had .9 fantasy points. Granted, it was a standard league, but still, shut them down. You can't trust Devin Singletary. You're in the grit of fantasy football now. This is the championship. This is the playoffs. You got to start your best players. And when you have a guy like Devin Singletary, yeah, he's helped you get to this point probably. He, You just can't count on him anymore. If you're getting nine points from your RB2, it's just not going to cut it in the fantasy football playoffs, especially when you a championship. Again, this is a similar situation to how Ryan said. If you guys have any questions, comment your options. We will give you the best two, three options to give you however many of the guys you want us to pick. We will pick them, rank them, do whatever. But, yeah, just you sit Devin Singletary this week. You just can't trust him. I mean, I in the league, I have Devin Singletary, and I'm out of the playoffs now. But I would just hate to be in the playoffs and watch him lose touchdowns to James Cook and Naeem Hines, who both scored in the red zone last week and took Devin Singletary's touchdowns away. Speaking of people that you cannot trust, Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Can't trust the guy. Nope. Can't trust him as far as you can throw him. He's a pretty big dude. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, he's really like, it's just a different situation every single week. One week he has 17 against Tampa. I don't know how the hell he does it, but he does. He has 32 against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He has 19 against Atlanta. And then he kind of falls off a cliff. He does good against Denver, but he does absolutely nothing against Pittsburgh. Because Chuba's been stepping up. Yep, they've been using Chuba. It is a committee, and that is something you don't want. Against a defense, a Detroit defense that has been pretty good against running backs. I don't feel confident starting Deontay Foreman. I don't have Deontay Foreman. He did help people out, and I understand that, and I respect that. However, there are better waiver pickups that have already happened that are better. Mm -hmm. Jarek McKinnon, Rashad White, Isaiah Pacheco. Guys that we have preached. So, if you have Deontay Foreman, obviously... Ask us, you know, our opinion. Mm-hmm. Don't go out there and start a bum over him. Yup. But well, no, don't do that. That's what I said. I said yup, like kind oh, of. Yeah. yeah. Like no, don't. Yeah. So just ask us if you're, you know, confused. But definitely do not put this guy in daily fantasy teams. We had a lot. That of is something you asked week. We had like a hundred, over a hundred comments on our TikTok with like almost ten k views. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was um, I was with um. No, laying in bed. Just drop the damn name. No, and it was like it was like one in the morning, and I was blowing up your phone, and she was like, "Is he gonna be mad at you?" I was like, "No, it's like it's business." 
She was like, is he even awake? I was like, probably not. I was like, he probably has work or something. I was like, just trust me. I was like, it's a business. I'll wake up and when he takes his morning shit, he'll answer my questions. Because that's what I would do. It's fair. I don't care. Starting receivers. I hate mine with all my heart. I have like four. And I hate them all. I saw my first two like right off the jump and I was like, yeah. Let's go I'll do them in groups. This is what I was talking about earlier. Start the Browns receivers this week. <laughs> How the hell you come up with that? Browns are playing the Saints. Drake London just went out there and had himself a field day against the Saints, tallying just shy of 100 yards. Deshaun Watson has been... Donovan Peoples-Jones has been one of Deshaun Watson's favorite targets. He's a dog. Donovan Peoples-Jones has finally emerged on the scene. I ask you this all the time. I know, and I always get a mix-up Baylor. No. No, fuck. (laughs) Michigan, the other guy that plays for the Jets... Denzel Mims is from Baylor. I always get them mixed up. Same draft class, that's why. I always get them mixed up. But yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper, I think they could be viable starts this week. Yes, they only scored 13 against the Ravens. Watson has played two football games in 700 days. Yeah, it's four now. Has it been four? Already? It's been a... Has it been four? I thought it's only been two weeks. He started out two weeks away. It's been three. This is the fourth. Okay. So he's played three games in 700 days. So we were both wrong, but both right. Yes. Not at all. Still trying to find his footing. Saints are another team. They ain't playing for shit. That's fair. They are in a close division, granted. They don't have a fucking shot. Good point. The Eagles have the first round pick. Good point. They have nothing to win. Good point. Browns. Nothing to lose either. Nothing to lose either. It's her, but they're traveling to Cleveland. New Orleans don't play good in the cold. Notoriously, they're not good in the cold. Cleveland's a very cold place, Ryan, if you didn't know. But no, it's as simple as this, really. The Browns got to get going at some point. They're still in the hunt for a playoff spot. I think this is a week against a Saints defense that has been surprisingly bad against receivers this year compared to other years. I think that Watson is going to be able to really get his receivers involved early and often. I like Donovan Peoples-Jones a lot this week. I will, I like them both for daily fantasy lineup purposes as well. So I really don't think you can go wrong with starting these guys this week. If you for some reason have both, I'd probably lean more toward Donovan Peoples-Jones just because he does see the red zone targets. He does see the more deep shots. And Watson does target him a little bit more often, I feel like, from what I've seen. So go ahead and start the Browns receivers. And I think these guys could help win you a daily fantasy tournament. Sure. My first wide receiver start this week is Garrett Wilson going up against Jacksonville. I really like that one. Yeah, really uh, like Jacksonville that. has shown that they can put up points. They have also shown that they can allow points. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson has shown uh, last week that he can rock with Zach Wilson. He can also rock with Mike White. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Zach Wilson is making the start. But he had 198, 100 yards last week against Detroit. And I think we can see similar results again this week against Jacksonville, a team that they don't play the best defense. And Trevor Lawrence can score with him. I'm not sure how high scoring of a game this can be because it is still Zach Wilson. However, I can still see Garrett Wilson having a pretty good day against a Jacksonville defense that allows the 10th most points to receivers. Weather, check the weather, obviously. Yeah. My next two receivers, I'll keep them short and sweet. The first one I hate, it's Brandon Ayuk. Washington. Him and Brock Purdy haven't really been clicking. It's kind of been the Christian McCaffrey and the George Kittle show, granted. But Washington has zero presence in the secondary, so just keep an eye out for that. If you're in a receiver-heavy league, or if you're in a deep league and you need a receiver, or if you play daily fantasy, 
might be a viable option. And another one, Devontae Smith. We saw what Zay Jones did to Kelvin Joseph last week. Are you saying this even with Gardner? I'm confidently saying that Devontae Smith will have a good week this week with Gardner at quarterback, if that's sure. the case. I'm confident on it. I think that we all know Dallas. A.J. Brown against Dallas earlier in the season, he put up just shy of 20 fantasy points. Devontae Smith had about 14. These receivers had good outings. Granted, Jalen Hurts was the quarterback. We haven't seen Minshew play in Philly in a meaningful game yet this season. So I will say that. Take it with a grain of salt. But I feel pretty confident starting Devontae Smith in the leagues. I have him in this week against Dallas, who has nothing on the opposite side of Trey Diggs. Good point. Yeah. Respectfully, though. Oh, no, I've been saying it. You know that. We need Richard Sherman. (laughs) 150-year-old Richard Sherman. It's better than Kevin Joseph. We did just pick up Trayvon Mullen. I did see that. I did see that. Mike Austin thinks he's going to be, you know, the next. Oh, person. I bet he does. I bet he thinks that he's the next Dion. Him and Trey Diggs. I bet, I bet he does. Um, Christian Watson is my second receiver start this week. Traveling to Miami, the weather's going to be fine. In theory, it's Miami. And it should be a pretty high-scoring game. I'm pretty sure the Packers still have a chance to make the playoffs numbers-wise, so they're still playing for something. Christian Watson has emerged as the wide receiver one. He didn't do too good against the Rams last week. So this week, whatever. So I think he bounces back this week against Miami and has a pretty good performance in what could be a very high-scoring game. It's fair. My sit receivers. First one, Terry McLaurin. I know I'm on the Washington hate train this week, playing the Niners. Simple as this, Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz or whoever the hell they throw in a quarterback ain't going to have time to throw the ball. Yep. Traverius Ward's been solid this year. Yep. He's been talking his shit because he knows he's been playing good. Until Jamar Chase gets him and he gets stopped. It's fair, but we'll see that in the Super Bowl. But, um, yeah. Just sit Terry McLaurin this week. Yes, he had a phenomenal outing against the Giants, but it is the Giants who literally have, what, I think Darnay Holmes might be their corner one with Adore Jackson being out. They have nothing going in the secondary. It's just Washington's, yes, I said it earlier, their O line's been good. But they haven't been great, and they haven't faced an entity like the 49ers defense, who, as I said earlier, is drawing comparisons to the greatest defense all time. This is going to be an ugly outing for Washington, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So I would say you could probably sit the entire Washington offense this week. My first receiver sit this week. I'm just going to make this short and sweet. Cardinals receivers against Tampa. Yeah. Kicking the dog, stomping the dog. But it's no Kyler Murray. D-Hop, you probably still can start because he's getting a shit ton of targets, but Marquise Brown, you can't, and Tampa should roll. So I just I just can't feel confident starting <laughs> Cardinals receivers. Thank you. Next up, we're sitting your boy, Mike Will. He's good. Justin Herbert just hates the guy. You saw it's that simple. catch? That was a good catch. Yeah, it was. But if he only tallies 67 yards against the Titans, That's a good point. what's he going to do against Gilmore and the Colts? I blame Herbert. Social granted, media quarterback. Granted, <laughs> granted, Justin Jefferson just killed him. But Mike Williams is no Justin Jefferson or K.J. Osborne for the fact of the matter. Are you really going to say that K.J. Osborne is better than Mike Williams? No, I was just totally just – I was waiting for a reaction, but I didn't get the reaction. I was just genuinely asking. But playing against the Colts this week, I mean, Mike Williams, he had eight targets. Yeah, he got a lot of targets. He only had four receptions. Mike Williams did have a – didn't he? he? I think he scored, right? No, he didn't score. No. 
He just had that one catch that got on the field goal. Yeah, to win, to the, win game. the game. But yeah, what a guy. I just Mike Williams is a guy you love him or hate him on your team. He'll have thirty one week, then he'll have like five to ten the next week. It's just, it's just not. It's just Mike Williams again. If you have to start Mike Williams, go ahead. But the way that the Chargers play on offense with Mike Williams out wide, he will probably be drawing a shadow from Stephon Gilmore with mm. Kenny Moore picking up Keenan in the slot. Because mm. Kenny Moore has proved himself to be a – he was all pro last year, so I'm sure they'll put him on Keenan. And it'll be Gilmore, Mike Williams, and give me Gilmore, who is a top three corner in the NFL over Mike Williams. So you could probably confidently sit Mike Williams this week. And just to throw it out there – Greg Dolchich, sit him. Too inconsistent. I don't know if Gilmore's still top three. Who's top three? Jalen? I mean, you could probably just go with like the three easiest ones. I go Jalen, Jair, Gilmore. You don't think Trey White's over him? Nah. Marlo? Nah. I would put Trey White four. I feel like Marlon Humphrey just gets exposed a lot. Like, I feel like he's always on, like, the opposite end of, like, a highlight play. You gotta break a few eggs and make an omelet. It's fair. Wise man said that. Who's the wise man? Me. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My second receiver said this week is Christian Kirk against the Jets. Arguably Sauce Gardner, one of the top corners in football already. Give me Trevor. I respect it. Uh, Christian Kirk, he's been okay. Zay Jones has been stepping up. Shout out Matt Patton. The look-alike. Yeah, I peeped that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, shout out Jared for coming up with that. But um, Christian Kirk against the Jets, I'm not loving the matchup. Do you probably still have to start him? Yeah, because it might be getting too cute. <laughs> However, if you are a little bit nervous and you want to ask us, feel free. I just don't love the matchup for daily fantasy purposes, and I that's mean, why I threw him on the set. Dude, there's some people, like, just reading some of the comments. Like, what was that one guy's receiving core? He had, like, Jay Jettis, Chris Olave, Chris Godwin, then, like, and like a Christian Kirk. It's possible. Yeah. It's definitely draftable because one guy was good and the rest were like late yeah. picks. Yeah, so I mean, but not just, it's I think it's cool to like look at other people's teams. It's like, how the hell did you assemble that team? Yeah. Like I was in another guy's comments. Like I saw him, it came up on my For You page and the guy was like, someone in the comments was like, who do I start? Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> now that is hard to draft. <laughs> it's like, he was like, McCaffrey or Cook this week. I'm like, so you're telling me, if you start two running backs, you have three total, and you're assigning <laughs> between McCaffrey and Cook. Who the hell is the other one? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, like it's just like it's it's always cool to see like other people's teams and stuff. I don't know, but yeah, it's gonna wrap this one up. Thank you guys. Don't forget to check out Best Bets tomorrow. Don't forget to please subscribe to the channel. Good luck on your fantasy football championships. Comment. Let us know if you need anything, and we will see you guys tomorrow. See ya. Peace.